0: Well, welcome to the brand new video podcast, Remasculate with my with my guest. Let me let me run through all the names: Uh, Rooster, uh, the party (laughs) (laughs) the party starter, yeah, Duran,
1: Duran. What's up, ladies? I'm (laughs) Duran,
0: but you may know him as Darren Carter. Darren, welcome to the
1: new Remasculate video podcast. Man, thank you. Thank you. This is great. Like uh um I uh I've listened to Remasculate. How many episodes do you think you have? Do you have any idea? Um there's episodes, hundreds, hundreds or- and hundreds because
0: I think I'm on the 8 or 9 year of it and there was several mm. for several of those years I did it like just constantly. But now yeah. it's become like once a month or every other month and uh, but now that I've discovered this, I might go back to like doing it once a week again. But honestly, the, yeah. I've got, I've got several hundred
1: podcasts. It, it's great, man. You know, they, uh, I, uh, I think that having the video element to it really adds a lot. And, and I think, um, from what I understand, people like consistency, you know, they, they like, they like knowing like, Hey, every, it, it drops you know, every, every Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every Tuesday. And then, and then there's, uh, you know, there's some podcasts I like to listen to and it's really cool when there's like two a week and then, Every now and then they'll throw out a third one. And now it's, it does become a thing where we do get a little bit more inspired when you do have like the big sponsors and the money coming in. Cause then you're like, Oh yeah. I got but. a reason to do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause it's a labor of love, but at the t- same time, like when you're getting, you know, you're getting some, some extra incentive, it's like, you know what? I think it's time to do a podcast. Well, you know, I, <laughs> you know? I,
0: I've sort of, I'm going to admit this on the podcast right now. Uh, a couple years ago, there was so many threats of, of people threatening you and your career and cancel culture that yeah. they, they almost made me a little bit afraid. And I've never been that way before. Of so, Like, I'm going to say the wrong thing. They're going to take a snippet of this podcast and I will never work again. I don't know if you've ever felt that. But at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm not working now. I'm stuck at home. Right. I, <laughs> yeah. I, but maybe, yeah. maybe, and and then I saw a thing that Sam Kinison even said the other day about you know you're never going to be like that famous if you're not that original. And uh, mm. P.T. Barnum even said you know you have to be unique to to be uh, somebody. Don't don't be somebody else. And that's what I think so many people in L.A. have mm-hmm. tried to do. They're like I have to be an L.A. comic. I must be. Yes. Must talk about yeah. these topics. I must say only yeah. these things. I must agree
1: to these parameters of everything. <clears throat> yeah, did, did you- I, I, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I was listening to the, to another interview, and um, they were talking about the, this guy said something to the effect of. Um, he goes, what kind of, uh, you know, like when there's a singer, they can say, "What? My, well, my, you know, it's uh, my music's a little bit like Hank Williams Jr. And a little bit like uh, Led Zeppelin or whatever. Like, so people can kind of get an image. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's, it's like a pitch comedy. Meeting. Yeah. When they go, what kind of comedian is he like? Like, you you kind of don't want to be like anybody a Comedian. You want to. I mean, it's OK to be in a genre. Like if we were all on the same radio station. But you you want to kind of.
0: Well, it's, it I think it breaks down to what that used to be, are you a one-liner comic? Are you a prop comic? Are you an observational comic? I think that's a way to describe it other than to go, you know, I had a DJ one time, you know, go, "So, uh, you're a country comic." So, what do you are you like Jeff Foxworthy? And I go, "Yeah, no, because I'm funny." <laughs> And And you know, yeah. and I'm not slamming Jeff. I take Jeff is funny, but I just didn't like at that time somebody trying yeah. to to pigeonhole me is like, oh, what do you think right. you, Do you think you're Jeff Foxworthy?" No, yes. I don't think I'm <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy.
1: And I'm imagining this. This probably took place early in the morning it, when you just flew in the night before and you've had like four hours of sleep, if you're lucky. And exactly, and they, it's almost like they're saying this thing to like belittle you. Like, what are you, like a Jeff Foxworthy kind of a you know? Yeah,
0: you are you non-famous kind of guy working the the club here in, in Cedar Rapids. What do you? Uh, yeah. you know.
1: yeah. You're the, you're the poor man's blah blah blah. It's like, oh, oh, perfect
0: example you know. of saying that. Yeah. Put po- po- the poor yeah. man's or the you know you're you're. The, not the a club but you're working the B club or whatever <laughs> yeah. just some way to slam you you mm-hmm. know like somebody I, I know. I, I'm sick of the personal attacks uh that people do when like on Twitter or Facebook when they can't have a discussion They're like oh this coming from a failed radio Dj no I'm not failed I got yeah. three Cma awards you know what right, I mean like right. but that I hate you want to have a you want to have a debate let's have a debate. But I, I hate the personal attacks of today when, you, when there's nothing like,
1: oh, you must be a Trump supporter, you know, that, okay. You know, it's funny you say radio because comedy and radio is intertwined. I've been, I've been reading this book about the history of comedy, and a lot of the guys, when the vaudeville houses closed back in the day and they couldn't tour, and they, they and in the 20s. They moved over from the depression. They moved over to radio and then they got these big sponsors and you know, brought to you by the Crest Hour. The Crest Hour comedy yeah, yeah, hour. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's kind of neat like how history sort of repeats itself.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that this, what we're doing now, is going to be the next wave of comedy entertainment because the clubs are not going to be as packed as they used to be. People I don't think are going to go out like they used to. I'm, I'm glad they do. Like I just did some shows. Yeah. uh just did some shows in Oklahoma City and uh, Fort Worth, and we hit capacity, where you used to say sold out.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the yeah, club sold, was out. sold out.
0: Now we've hit capacity. <laughs> yeah. And so many people, even then, are like, "Hey, can you live stream your shows? Can you, you know, can you live?" <clears throat> No, I don't want to live stream because then I'm not making any money off of it, you know.
1: But you know what, though, Steve, there's a way that people are starting to do that, like Nick DePaulo live stream uh, his show in Vegas, and uh, or maybe it's coming up, I'm not sure. And then I I heard Robert Kelly, uh, Bobby Kelly, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he's, he's going yeah. he, yeah, to do a show somewhere. I don't know where it's at, Connecticut. I don't know where it's at, but he's going. So it's going to be. You know the the two hundred people that are there, but he's also for extra money. He's live streaming it, so you know what I mean. Oh yeah, so yeah. so that, well, that might be another. There's another a way to monetize
0: to almost everything, I guess these days.
1: Yeah, so like you could do your make your money that you made in you know Fort Worth or Oklahoma or wherever you toured, and then for an extra, you know, hey guys, you can see me at the comfort of your own home. So then people in Seattle and Florida and you know, they can maybe see those shows. What I thought was interesting. Uh, and I want to go back and look at it. I, I saw, cause I follow you on YouTube. I, you, you filmed yourself and you, and it looked like you uploaded like almost all of your set from Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. I, I, I took that's about, cool. I took about 45 minutes of the, you know, like the hour 15 that I did because I was working on a bunch of new stuff, which you probably saw. And that's kind of what it, what I even said on YouTube. I'm work trying to work out the new stuff and, and here at, and that is a way to make money too because the views get paid on YouTube. So I'm yeah. not not just sticking it up there for free. It is for free, but I, I still get paid because of the advertisement or viewership.
1: Yeah, and uh, was that a little scary the first time you did that where you're like, damn, because the reason I asked before you answer, because there are some comedians that have that mindset. Maybe they're kind of old thinking, but they're like, I don't want to put my stuff out there because once people see it, but I, I was like, that's pretty impressive, man. During a pandemic, Steve was like, hey, here I am. Boom, check it out. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I, I used to be that way about
0: <clears throat> being scared about it. And uh, I I think that people want to hear it. They want to see it. They want to expose it. And I'm sure you've heard this now because I hear it more and more. Hey, we looked you up on YouTube and thought, yeah, let's go see this guy. So yeah. that's kind of an advertising for them to come. And then – you will hear things that shows, hey, you didn't do the thing about your cat. I brought my friend who loves cats and you didn't do that bit. So they almost want to see what they've seen before.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I I feel like it kind of challenges us because, you know, sure, we can go back to the, you know, as they say in like the hip hop world, like digging through the crates. Like you can go through the crates and be like, oh, I'm gonna do that joke, that joke, and that joke. But also I think that there's something interesting about challenging yourself because in your mind like six months from now or a year or whatever your set's not going to be exactly the way it was that weekend that you were in fort worth like or oklahoma like you had like the boot on your foot yeah from you know and so i mean there's going to be things that are going to be different and yeah i had uh, had surgery
0: on my foot so i I have something (coughs) it. yeah but yeah Mm. I, i i can see that i i think that uh I've done stuff where where I wrote a bit. Like I used to do a lot of stuff for the Nashville Network, and the T it's called T it was TNN at the thing. And I used to write jokes to go on the show. Like me, I was going to be on Crook and Chase or something. So I would write a couple of mm. jokes, wow. but then I would polish them for the club. And years later, you see you see that thing, and you go, "Oh man, that joke was not ready for TV." That was just that was something I jotted down. You know what? If I'm, by the time yeah, you flesh yeah. out a bit, you're like, I should have
1: worked this out instead of writing it four <laughs> days before I taped the show. Yeah, you you know, uh, yeah, and and I think about this when um, I saw an interview with the creators of South Park, and they said the reason that they, they would put out their, you know, so like once a week, once a week, they would they would you know put bust those episodes out. They're like, sure, we could put one out every month, but and make it better make it tighter they thought but is it gonna really be that much better is it gonna be like one percent better two percent better it's not gonna be that much better so they're right. like it's better to put out four episodes that month than one you know
0: well i i did like some of the videos that I, that i do like liberal larry th- those kind of characters uh, yeah i grab an idea i get an idea in my head and a couple of jokes pop I'm sure you do it the same way. Like you get an idea and there's a couple of punchlines that immediately like, oh, like you don't take time to flesh it out. So I I grab my camera, put on my outfit, and I just start and I improvise. And then I'll I'll watch the video two or three times after I've posted it and be going, damn, I should have said this (laughs) would oh, I could have wrapped it up with this, and then I think, you know what? This is fine because people don't know that I'm judging myself. You know. So, yeah, they're just gonna kick out of it. They're yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's, it's hard to think, but, you know, do I wanna work this like a painter? Yeah, should I I'm doing this painting and I think it's done, but if I set it aside for three days and I come back to it, I might see something <laughs> I can fix. Well, I don't wanna do that with a video, especially with comedy. Comedy is very uh timely, especially as you know, yeah. the first one that gets that out, the first one because I posted videos and they're like, hey, Steven Crowder already said that. Well, I didn't know that,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know. Like, I think what's the thing now? I think the uh, the thing that they're kind of goofing on is uh, Alec Baldwin's wife, something. She pretended to be from Spain or Spanish yeah. accent. Yeah, or,
0: like uh, yeah. Hilarena or Hilar- something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's like a video of her. Like, Hilaria. like
1: Yeah, hilarious. Like, hilarious. you call that. What is that? It's called in the English. It's a cucumber, and then uh, it turns out she's from like Massachusetts. Yeah, it's like, really. Well, like, the, the first time know. I saw that
0: word, the hilario and in the, in the article, I thought it was a combination. I thought it was a new disease. Like they were blaming <laughs> Hillary. They yeah. combined Hillary and malaria for like that. <laughs> it's that's the new name for the virus. You know, yeah. I've
1: got Hilaria. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool when you can go into your characters. You know, I I finally did a video where um, I did a character and and uh, it's kind of cool because I think that I'm actually I, I, I prefer to be funny in characters than I do as the narrator, as myself. You know, like like I, I saw I, I put up one the other day where it's like the split screen and it's there was a car in my hometown of Fresno that was somebody had covered with pennies and they decorated their car with pennies. And I thought, there's something funny about that. So I wrote down every joke I could think of about pennies. And and I and I had a mic and I split the screen and I did a couple of jokes where I'm sort of roasting. Yeah. And then I thought, let me just become the character. So then I put on a wig and a thing and I act like I was the guy. And I was like, and I pretend I was making a phone call. And I was like, yeah, mama. Yeah, it rained last night. My car turned green. It's more yeah, fun, don't you think? Yeah. It's more fun. It's
0: like it takes you yeah, out of your own head. It's kind of like the article. Uh, I don't know if I told you this on the podcast before, but I, I I read an article about the actor Michael Madsen, who is one of my favorite actors, and he said that he can't uh, audition, doesn't audition well, but if you put him in costume. You can become that character. You're ready to play. Did you know? You oh, yeah. just like okay. Now I'm a gun. I'm a gunslinger. I'm a badass yeah. cowboy. You yeah. know, and that's exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, And you felt it when you put on the wig,
1: or I put on the glasses and the pink hat.
0: All of a sudden, <laughs> oh my god, I'm Larry. I'm
1: Larry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what's funny is comedians we're, were like that. Um, I have certain clothes that I only wear on stage. Certain shoes. Right. Certain, me too. I got. Th- you know what I mean? And when. And uh, when I I put those uh, I hadn't done a show in like a couple months, and I remember back in like May or whatever it was, and I put those clothes on for the first time. I felt like like a superhero again, man. I put on my special. I'm Adidas a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I got my little flashlight that I break out, you know, with the flashlight at the crowd, and I felt good. And and I was talking to a a, a relative once at a Thanksgiving gathering. And he's a carpenter, and he said the same thing with, with him when he puts on his work boots, and he goes, "When I strap that belt on his tool belt, he goes, "I feel like it's Batman's utility belt." So I, I think all walks of life, if they you know, maybe especially if they love what they do, yeah, when they put that thing on, they're just like, "Yes. you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess when a, when a hooker puts on those boots,
1: she's exactly. like, "I'm ready to go to work." I'm ready to make some money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got my little coin purse here to make the change. Ching, ching, no. ching. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah, when the stripper pu- stripper yeah. puts on those go-go boots with the goldfish inside the heel of it. Yeah, you know? but, yeah. I yeah. used to do
0: a joke a long, long, long time ago about remember that club Deja Vu, the strip club yeah. Deja Vu. Their yeah. their slogan yeah. was ninety nine good looking one and one ugly one. That was the slogan, 99, <laughs> yeah. good-looking women, and one ugly one. I, I go, well, apparently 99 called in sick the night I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go, apparently this woman knew she was so ugly. I go, the, yeah. this dancer had a tattoo of a bullet wound, and, and I go, she was, she was so ugly she would hand you money back and go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I wonder if a company would even be allowed to say that. you know, nowadays, like you know, one ugly one. You know, I mean, it's it's all in fun and it's a joke. But you know, you never know. People might do some ca- letter writing campaign. You can't do that. You know, well, you can't say that. I think it's time to get back to just do it and don't be afraid.
0: Yeah. I, it's, we got to. I was watching at Friends. My my wife is a big Friends addict, and I never was. Uh, Big on friends, because, as you know, we worked most nights at the comedy clubs. So I didn't watch Friends So I'm into the reruns. They say things on there they would not get away with today, even on friends where they're making gay jokes about joey and and uh, mm. Chandler, you know, this kind of stuff. or you're like, oh, or they were talking about the the fat one, you know yeah. or, or even the other night, I'm watching one of my favorite Christmas shows, Love actually. I don't know if you're a fan of Love Actually, and they Never kept it, they kept but. referring to one of the girls. That, oh, you mean the the chubby one? Oh, you mean the fat one? <laughs> well, her hips are quite, you know, like yeah, yeah like yeah. like. <laughs> well, and today they'd be like, "How? That's not politically correct. You shouldn't make fun of somebody's weight.
1: That should not be a character. Yeah. That should be the <laughs> joke." Right? Yeah, that hap- I was watching Anger Management with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, and there's a scene where Woody Harrelson plays a transvestite prostitute, and and he's talking like this. And at one point he gets out of the car and he goes, okay, that's enough. And he goes, you guys are weird. <laughs> and he like, and what's funny is the fact that he changed his voice like that. And then he's like, you guys are weird. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, so, uh, but,
0: but what are you supposed to do? I don't understand the whole, cause the whole point of like, Literary uh, works is a a, a, you need a a protagonist. You need somebody to be the bad guy. You need the good guy and the bad guy. Well, all of a sudden you can't have anybody the bad guy because what'd you make the Mexicans the bad guy? Why are they always the bad guy? Why'd you have the Arabs blow up the building? What what was that like? There has to be a storyline. What like everybody's
1: perfect? uh, This this movie sucks. (laughs) You know I think what you could do is uh, just you know. Take it to like the animal world or something, right? Like it all takes place in a barnyard or something. And that way no people were hurting this project. Oh, so something. now it's all animal farm. We've gone to the <laughs> yeah, the book yeah. Animal Farm. Well I,
0: I've said this about commercials that I think so they don't say, Well, why'd you have a, a black person say, mm, 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 I sure love McDonald's? Why'd you have right, why'd you right. do that? why don't we just have now a computer voice for every for no matter who it is? Mm-mm-mm. I sure love McDonald's. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. that way, nobody. I am
1: loving it. I am loving
0: it. Right? Yeah. Why'd you have to do an Asian accent? Well,
1: computer, say the words. You know, stop yeah. the pump yourself. <laughs> you know. <what? laughs> oh yeah, we were watching a a Christmas story. And there's a scene where the family goes to the Chinese restaurant yeah. and the, the Asian waiters are singing fa la 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 but they're saying with the the
0: L's it's and then he's like no 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 no, no. it's fa la la yeah fa ra ra no 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 yeah hilarious right.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I think things were made in a certain time and then when we try to look it up to today's lens, it's you know, and words change, they mean, you know, there's so many songs that have the word gay in it back in the day. And you actually you hear a lot of those songs during Christmas time, right? Like something like dressing gay or I I don't know what the yeah, words are. You know I mean? like, yeah,
0: yeah. Put yeah. on our gay apparel, fa la 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 la. Exactly. Put on my gay apparel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So now we're we've just canceled ourselves right there. See
1: that yeah, little exactly. that little so clip
0: you, right there will be on
1: See what these two guys Christmas Christmas tunes, man. Got us canceled. Well, so how, they, uh,
0: Speaking of which, how was your Christmas? Do you celebrate Christmas or are you a Kwanzaa guy? I don't
1: know what what uh, <laughs> Oh, I love Christmas, man. Christmas is probably one of my favorite holidays. And it's weird that I have friends that don't like Christmas and I'm like, "How can you?" And they did they, they just they're like, ah, you know, it's okay. And they are just, I don't know, they're a little bit bummed out and they're a little bit bitter towards it. And but I love Christmas and there's a funny thing that I've, that I like doing is the longer someone has their decorations up and I start to see them when I go for my walks or whatever. Yeah. I always uh, put on my Instagram or, or do a little video and I go and I'll, and I'll turn the camera at the last second. I'll go, Hey, what's up, everybody having a great day. And then I'll show the decoration. And I'll go, and we still celebrating Christmas we ain't letting it go. You know, I love and that. that. Is, and the more this, I'm telling you, cause people will leave their Christmas lights up, you know, in February and March, you'll still see that one deflated snowman, you know? And yeah, <laughs> so I, I love Christmas. Uh, this one was a little strange. I gotta be honest, you know, the 2020, just the way everything is, but I still love it. You know, it's, I like listening to the Christmas music, getting the Christmas movies. I, I had too much peanut brittle. Um, it It was a little different than normally I didn't go to any Christmas parties. Did you decorate um, the house? yeah, you know my my wife decorated the house and and you know uh, like I said, it was we didn't have the big family gathering, so that part was a little different, but uh You know, I I, I love Christmas, you know. How about yourself? Did you have a good one?
0: Had a good one. Uh we decorated because of of COVID. We decorated way early this year. We this Mm -hmm. because my wife was like, We need a little joy. Let's just go ahead, you know. It's it's almost Thanksgiving. Let's go ahead and just put you know. (laughs) And and we did a, a combo of 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 fall, winter. You know, he can do some fall, like oranges and leaves and stuff, and then you can have some oh, snowflakes. Yeah. So we sort of morphed it into fall, autumn, winter, Christmas. So it was up for a longer period of time. And my neighbors took their Christmas light. Three of my neighbors took their Christmas lights down the day after Christmas. They were out there. Wow. taking. And I wow. told Janet, I go, let's not take ours down till after the first of the year. And and, yeah. and if you look at now, my neighbor, there's still a lot of lot of lights on. I like that people leave them turned on.
1: Yeah, I do too. There's something about like having that Christmas tree on with the lights on. It just brings joy to the house. It lightens it up. Here's the great thing, Steve. You know, I've been married for 23 years. My wife, uh, born and raised um, near Fresno, she grew up on a farm. She's got a great, you know, uh, farm background, very blue collar, nah. and get exactly. <laughs> And she, get <laughs> her, her, uh, her, she's Armenian. And I, my joke about that is, as I call her my little Farmenian, you know, Farmenian. But, um, yeah. And, uh, Armenian, traditional Armenian, they don't celebrate Christmas till get this January 6th. Why? So in our Armenian family, it's totally okay to keep everything up till January 6th. And then I just found out this year, my brother in law, her brother was saying that, um, uh, I, I I don't know exactly. No, if if, you're, if they're really traditional Armenian, this year I guess it, it it's not Christmas. Isn't until like January like sixteenth or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay to leave those decorations up for another month. Old Armenian you know. had a farm.
0: E i e i
1: o. Come on, bro! You with some cologne over here? Come on, bro! And the Mercedes <laughs> over there, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, how did you and your wife meet? you know, I got really lucky. I was at the Hollywood Improv, uh, you know, back when everything was open, you know, back in in the 90s. The good old days. uh, Yeah. Good old days. And, uh, you know, that Melrose Improv, when you'd walk in and uh, you'd go to and you'd look to the left, that's where the comedians would usually sit. And she was sitting in the back over there just, you know, on vacation or whatever. She came down from the farm, loved comedy. And I'd struck up a conversation with her and And uh, it turns out, Hey, I'm, you're from, I'm from Fresno. You're from there. And we just kind of had this connection and, and uh, yeah, man, we, 10 months later, we got married. So 10 months later, 10 months, man. We have a son. He's 13 years old. He's got a deep voice. I've seen some of the videos that the music videos that you and he have posted together. He wrote a Christmas song. Actually it's, it's called Santa Claus lives on the farm and he wrote it on a Thursday. We filmed it on a Saturday. He uploaded it on, on Sunday and, and the local radio station in Fresno, the country station, yeah. they played it and they interviewed him and it was, it was amazing. It's just, <laughs> that's what's cool about this technology and this, this kind of thing, you know, but uh, if people want to check it out, go to uh, his name is Austin and his channel is called us, the base boss, or go to my, go to my YouTube channel, Darren Carter and, the links are all on my channel, so you you can you'll find it.
0: Well, sweet. San, it goes,
1: I well, can't sing, but it, it it goes something like Santa Claus lives on the farm. I saw him in his little barn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing, but that's the idea of it. You know? Did they play it a lot or just one one or
0: two times? Did they give it put him in rotation it, they, for ex- Christmas?
1: They yeah, they played it. Um, him they did, had him do it live, like via like Zoom or something. So, uh-huh. but they. They took up like eight minutes, like interviewing him, having him play it, talking with them. That is so and I cool. Told my wife, I told my wife, I go, can you imagine being like thirteen, like having that happen? And plus, I I would say that there's like like quote real artists with like record companies, they would love to have eight minutes or on a radio station, yeah. you know, on a, you know, I mean that's that's huge. I mean, yeah. as a comedian,
0: oh yeah, you know. Well, you know, as you know, like you said, I bet it was early one morning. You just flown into town, <laughs> you know those you're home for like four or five minutes sometimes if that yeah. and you're like was that really worth me getting up at five o'clock in the morning to drive oh, across know. town to go home for five minutes are you telling me that some bitch couldn't have just called my hotel room and
1: said hey welcome to town <clears throat> one time i did the, the a station and i love the guys they're very nice and the club's closed and there's no comedy there but i'm just saying they were they were great but one morning it was awful it was in uh columbia missouri i got the rental car deja vu you know, i'm deja vu and i'm driving to the from the hotel to the radio station and the steering wheel was in the it was in the 20s that night so the steering wheel was just so cold i didn't have my gloves on me and i was like dang it's cold and and so uh i get on the station and he goes he literally had me on for 35 seconds he goes hey we got darren carter deja vu darren how was your drive here this morning and I go, oh man, the steering wheel was so cold. I, I wish I would have had like mittens or gloves or something. Was, <laughs> Come check out Darren. And then that was it. <sighs> and dude. that was it. I, and you yeah. were th- thanks for thanks for coming in. Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, I, I was just thinking we were doing a little bit of small talk before we got into it. And that was it, man. There was no, I mean, he goes, I'm so sorry, man. I'm I'm so behind. And he was talking about the 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 ppm the people meter yeah, thing Yeah, people or meter had
0: just kicked in. That was one of the big things that I hated about what happened with radio. The people meter, they can see exactly exactly everything to the to the minute. Mm. Spikes, drops, everything. And so they can say, "Okay, you were talking to that comic and what look with the ratings, you dropped you dropped like 10 people right then." Mm. So that's they started cutting back on all that stuff. Instead of just saying, you know, looking at the show, how was the all day of the show? And I go, you can't, you can't judge this because people could get out of their car right at that time. They could not even be listening, and it drops off, and it looks like you dropped yeah. off. Yeah. And see that people <laughs> that people meter was kept alive by motion that they were things you carried so you could listen to it. They found out they were co- connecting those uh, gadgets to people's dogs. They had them oh, on. No. They had them on ceiling fans that were so they were just going and <laughs> oh. they weren't even real. So you were getting false information from these. People meters.
1: Yeah. See, you know, and it's that's another thing. It's like I I think, you know, I want to be aware of some things, like with YouTube. Like I don't really want to dive deep into my YouTube analytics and be like, oh, you know, like because then you'll just go nuts and just I'm like, let's just keep putting content out, do what entertains, do what people like. Don't. Well, my my wife and I. Am I right? I don't know. No, you
0: are right. And I I was about to just agree with you on that because my wife and I, uh, we have our channel on YouTube, the Wrinkled Sheets. Uh, and we do Vlogmas every year. Uh, You may have seen that couple of videos Mm -hmm. if you looked, where Vlogmas is vloggers of YouTubers all around the world for uh, the first 25 days of December shoot video every day. It's called Vlogmas Day 1, Vlogmas Day 2. And we'd normally always done it just on that channel. Well, this year I decided to put it on my channel too. I started losing subscribers like crazy on my channel. Mm. The view the views on the videos were up, subscribers were down. So and, I, and like all right, why? Do they do the people that only want to see comedy go, "Why is he putting this crap up here? I don't want to see his wife. I want to see Larry. I want to see yeah. conspiracy theory Carl." But at the same time, the viewership was was there. Mm. So what do you do? Do you do you go? Okay, I lost some people that that don't really matter, but I am making more money and having more views because people yeah. like this. So, do you, analytics can really
1: screw with your head? Yeah, and I would think. Th- I mean, I could see why they would be like you said. People sign up for one thing. Like I signed up to this channel <laughs> to you know learn about cameras. Like this guy was going to do you know camera reviews, and all of a sudden he's vlogging with his wife. What the hell? I get that or whatever, you know. Right. Um, but at the same time. I wonder if, like, did you find, did did this happen? Like, maybe they dropped off the first two weeks because they're like, I don't want to see this. But then does it start to pick up because people cuz i i would think that it's the don't more know. you I incre- do I'll have to yeah. check.
0: I will that's a good good idea. I will check to see what it did because i i looked and saw that it did that and thought i don't care. I'm doing this my view i yeah. especially with covid i need the extra cash. I'll take the viewers, <laughs> yeah. you know. Because yeah. i i have almost 11,000 uh followers on my YouTube channel. That's Ty- awesome. Typically my my videos run uh like 3-400 views up to sometimes 16,000. It it really depends. It's really weird. But if if 10,000 subscribers watch your video, you should be getting a regular, you know, thousands of views. So I don't know how youtube works does youtube let everybody know there's new stuff or do people just subscribe and never come
1: back or you know i don't understand yeah. how youtube actually works uh, i mean they always say like like the, some of the big youtubers that like got it down they're like they're like subscribe and ring that notification bell that way you'll know whenever i have a, a, an upload or yeah. something so so i think they're supposed to subscribe and hit the bell i, I don't know um do you tell everybody that in your videos I should. I don't. I, don't I sometimes forget, you know, like I, I, I put a little gift that's like subscribe, like subscribe, you know? And then, and if I remember, I'll tell them, you know, but uh, yeah, the guys that are pretty good at it, they'll, they'll, they'll make sure they do it. And they, and they say it a funny way. Like um, there's a, um there's a, a bass player that my son watches. His name is Davey 504. And he's, he's always like, and make sure you slap the like button. So <laughs> You know, because they slap the bass. Yeah, so, slapping the bass. So people, they, they're conditioned. I got to slap like My son is conditioned. Yeah. Whenever he watches a video, because he wants to help. He'll watch someone's video. He'll subscribe. He'll hit like. He'll leave a comment that's complimentary. And, uh, and then at one point my wife was like you know because these kids are going to school online she's like no 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 Austin you're you're subscribed to like a thousand people or whatever it is she's like you're you're, you're, sub- you're getting notifications all day no wonder you're getting distracted like you're you, there's you, okay you're supportive but don't subscribe to all these people you know would you you have to though
0: because I, I I don't know how yeah. I know on Twitter for me <laughs> um, I'm a follow back person. Uh, a lot of people told me, that, you know, oh, you don't have to do that. If the if the numbers look wrong, it looks like you're you're uh, you're begging for followers or so. But to me, <laughs> but to me, yeah. I want yeah. if I want people to follow me. Why wouldn't you want me to follow you? I
1: believe, and it makes people happy. They'll write me a, a direct. Oh, I'm so glad you followed me. You know. And I want to tell you something. It's really funny. And I, and I almost feel like your audience, I can tell you this. And I mean, I know that this is kind of private, but not really, but this made me laugh. Okay. I know what I'll do. I'll tell you the story, but I'm not going to say the comedian's name. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. There's a comedian and he's a nice guy. I really do like this person as a person, but he's just, he's he needs attention and he's doing crazy stuff. And in his Twitter bio, it says something like president of Antifa and he's oh. doing crazy stuff, like taking a bullhorn and yelling at cops. He's I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but um, but there's another comedian <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Earl Skakel Earl blasts this guy on Twitter a lot. I don't know if you know who Earl is. No, Earl I'll look it care. Up. Earl's hilarious and Earl will just roast this guy Earl Earl's on like roast battle on comedy central and, and, one of the things that Earl did is he took a screenshot of this comedian and he was like, Really? He goes, Are you? He goes, This isn't how it works, buddy. And basically, this guy is like following 35,000 people, but only he only has like, but he has less followers. So it's like, usually when you follow a bunch, you that, have more followers. Right. His was way out of whack. His was way the out of The ratio was like, off. Yeah, his ratio was wrong. It was the other way. Yeah, usually like, what happens to
0: those guys, they think if they follow a bunch, they'll get followed back. And see, I'm. Yeah. What I do is, if they follow me, then I follow back. Yes,
1: yes. So yeah, it's not like, like I'm
0: not following just to get people. You follow yeah. me, I'm being gracious enough to go.
1: Let's all be <clears throat> friends here. Also, you have you're giving good content. You have real. There's a reason people follow you. You know. Yeah. This this comic I'm talking about. I, I, I don't know, man. He something went haywire, and well, I you know don't you think it's hysterical
0: that you see some of these yeah. people that that are just absolute like. Just, an, I'm going to say it, I don't care. Left wing wing nuts, just loonies. And they'll, <laughs> yeah. they, they think they're leading the, 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 the Civil War, then they're putting out the most vile hatred stuff, and yeah. then they'll have two likes. On their posts, like, and then I I'll put out happened, a joke yeah. and have like thirteen thousand likes, and they're like, "You're an idiot! You're an idiot! You're like, oh, I'm the idiot!" Okay, you, you're you have no you have no likes to your posts that are supposed to be like, "Ha ha! Trump is the biggest!" Blah 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 blah. I,
1: I think what it is, and you know, and it is I think they want to. They're they're almost like I'm going to say this crazy thing, and then it's almost like I'm going to take it to my overlords. Like, look, you guys, look what I said, but you're not going to, but they're not going to be accepted by. These top level celebrity stars, I don't care what they're doing. They're just, I feel like those are the kings and queens in that world, and you're like a little pawn. These people, yeah. And they're like, look what I they cut. Look what the cat dragged in. Like, look what I said. That was so mean. Yeah. I hope Patton like I, Oswell likes mine. Exactly. It's like you know. I, I'm just. Uh, I for me who personally, I, I, still, I oh David yeah. Cross.
0: You do remember the you know the com- comic David Cross. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I saw a tweet from him the other day where it was talking about. Uh, unity, like okay, the election's over. It's time for us to get together as a country and heal. I can't remember if it was Biden or Kamala Harris who posted. it. was One of those two that posted it, and yeah. he said something like, "Fuck that. We're I want blood."
1: Oh God! Like,
0: isn't that isn't that <laughs> what happened to the unity? What happened to the, the world? We are, <laughs> that I'm we're tolerant people. We're the ones that uh. we're. You know, it's it's it, that's what makes us mad out here is like you're a bunch of lying hypocrites we see it and and we're not going to tolerate it anymore
1: i have a a friend that um he definitely leans right and he and he puts himself in the basically he he pisses people off because he he doesn't want to wear a mask and and so anyways long story short he said he he's had people tell him like they're like, I hope you get COVID and die. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be so caring. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I don't want to live in that world. Like, I don't want to make video. Because this guy that I'm talking about, he's a comedian. really nice guy, really funny guy. But he loved, he's gone into the world of like, I'm going to push the issue. And 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 I mean, he goes into grocery stores and they're like, sir, can you please put the mask on? And he's like, nope, call the cops. And I'm like, oh, dude, just no. That's, just do it. Well, I do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm... I put on the mask.
0: I, I I don't I don't really want to. I am I, I think it's one of those things I'd like to protest like him, but you know, I, I that's one of the reasons that I just, you know, here we go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never thought I'd walk into a bank like this, you know. <laughs>
1: right. Sorry. I you know can't. it's weird. <clears throat> I mean, today I did that. I went to this little uh, this little taco shop in Burbank and um I start to walk in and I'm like, oh wait, I gotta put the mask on. And it's just one girl that's working there by herself, you know, at least in the front. I felt almost like a criminal because I'm like because I, I went right to the door. I saw her, she saw me, and then I put my mask on, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, throw down you know. the tacos!" Exactly. <laughs> I want some green salsa, some red salsa. Yeah, you
0: know? but but I'll I'll do this, or you know, I'll sh- shoot some of the the vlog where I'm out, you know, in a store or a restaurant, and then comments underneath it. Why do you have that stupid mask on? Why don't you, you know, what I thought you were one of us. Like, I am one of you, but I'm following the rules because I at least want to go in here and get my food and get out <laughs> exactly. without any trouble. You know, I don't I, know, I don't give a shit. I'm going
1: <clears throat> but yeah. I'm just gonna uh, be in and out. I'm like, pick your battles, guys. Like let's just, you know, yeah, I will fight this I, in a
0: different way. You know, I'll I'm fight it on Twitter. Of-
1: <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Now. I'm a huge fan of Kid Rock. I've seen him in concert. I met him. He's just, I, I like him in interviews. I just, he, when I watch Kid Rock, um, what I like about Kid Rock is, besides his live performances, um, you know, like when he paired up with like Hank Williams Jr. Oh, like yeah, he, yeah. He, he's kind of like opened my mind to like st- stuff that I, of artists that I I knew of, but I'm like, when he's, you know, it's great. It's like, it's almost like a go, like a, like a, um a, like a gateway drug, like a right. gateway artist, you know, like, yeah, would, like I, like I never really heard that song Luckenbach, Texas" until he, until I heard him sing it. Are you like, serious? Chesney. I'm totally serious. That's Once one of the I biggest heard... country songs of all time. <laughs> I know. I never heard. One. This, we're going back. About only two 15 things your
0: life that make it worth living: <laughs> yeah, exactly. guitars and two firm feeling women.
1: yeah Yeah, get it steve let's go to luke and and buck texas Texas, yeah there you go see (laughs) yeah but i like that one part of the song they talk about about having a four-car garage yeah and they're still building on yeah four-car garage is kind of i mean it is big but i mean nowadays i mean these guys have like giant garages, you know? Yeah, but you gotta remember that was recorded in
0: like 1973 or 4 and, you know, even Elvis's mansion didn't have... Which, speaking of which, I don't know if you've ever been to Elvis. You've been to Graceland? Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you not surprised how small it was? I mean, it's it's a bigger house, but I always thought Graceland was like the Beverly Hillbillies mansion, you know? Yeah. And then you go there and you go, this is just a two-story house with columns in front of it. Yeah, you're like,
1: it's big, but it's not... I mean, I, I, was, I was pretty impressed with those front gates, right? With Elvis and the musical notes. Yeah. And the, yeah. Have you ever, you yeah. have I
0: ever told you or have you ever heard m- about me being kicked out of Graceland so many times? No. Really? It, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done, I've pulled some crap in, in, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. The, uh, was that was, back in your Pompadour days? Yes. You had the Elvis? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> The, fir- the first time I'm trying to remember all the time, the first time we was a bunch of comics, we took the tour and they had Elvis's jumpsuits in, in, in the hall. Yeah, and it I know was about like yep. like 73, you know 71, 72, it had the years. And i just go, shouldn't these be getting progressively bigger? <laughs> and, and the lady's like, "Sir, if you can't uh, be nice, we're going to have to ask you to leave." You know that 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 was the first time. Yeah. The yeah. the other time, this is so bad because I'm an Elvis fan. I love Elvis. I I played Elvis and Dolly Parton show. I mean, I don't know if you knew that. I I, I sang I Elvis that. with Dolly at one point.
1: You did? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You y- did? Yeah.
0: Wow! Yeah, I, That's amazing. I I worked for her. I was her opening act. I did stand up with that pomp, you know, because I had the pompadour. But then in the yeah. middle of the show, I came out dressed as Elvis, and uh, we did this whole little comedy skit where I did I came out and saying, "You ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time." And then she wow. went, she'd come out and go, "Elvis, I thought you left the building. Oh, I just left the bu- I just left the buffet, you know, that kind of thing." <laughs> and it was this whole yeah. stupid little. But I'm a huge Elvis fan. But as a comic, you, you 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 see these potential jokes. Like when you take the tour, you come out and you you come out in the gym at the very end of the tour, and she goes, "Elvis was playing racquetball the afternoon he died," and I go, mm. "That fat bastard couldn't play pinball the day he died, <laughs> <laughs> sir." You're gonna have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. and 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 then the other time I was with another comic who actually did this, and I got in trouble with him. Uh, the you know the grave is right there in the backyard. Yeah, and the three he, graves,
1: right? The yeah, three of them, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he
0: snuck in the the super sized. Uh, McDonald's French fries, oh, and he he laid them on the grave and spread them out like a bouquet of flowers.
1: Oh, and we were oh, both
0: were oh. pretending to cry, and they were like, oh. "You got to go."
1: So- <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny to the listeners and the viewers? I bet you, I'm I'm just guessing. This is probably pre YouTube. You guys just did it for your own kick. Yeah, totally. You, this you was even- this was probably mid '80s or you know. Yeah, Even earlier. There was no filming it. There was no recording it for a radio station. Can you imagine just... how viral that shit would have gone today if we would have done <laughs> that? Know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, hey, maybe it's a blessing that it didn't happen. What if, you know. Killed like, your career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he disrespects the king. King, no. yeah. No, I remember. Okay, so, yeah, I've been really once. I actually took the tour back in 93, but I went twice the first time I went as, on a family vacation from California, we drove out there among other places. We went to Opryland, and it was great, you know. But um, but we didn't get to go in to the to take the tour <gasps> oh. because El- Elvis's father had passed away, and it was I want to say it was closed down for six weeks. Ah, uh, so yeah. we didn't get to go, but we got to talk to I think his name is Vernon, maybe Elvis Presley's Vernon was father's. his dad. Yeah, okay, not Vernon. It was. uh, virgil maybe could have been it was it was his brothers i want to say it was his brothers and he would meet people at the gate and stuff and you know and, and my dad had like the sideburns so i don't know he knew we were fans and didn't mean any harm but he, he talked to my dad and and uh yeah so we didn't get to go we didn't get, but i got to go as an adult yeah and uh well it, I, was, it was something
0: i i had a joke that i used to do which would now be totally politically incorrect uh have you I'll go, people there <laughs> been at graceland I go, man that was just that that was a hillbilly with money. I mean that's all that that yeah. was I go that that place is so tacky there was Puerto Ricans walking out going, Man, that was tacky <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah,
0: it, you now oh my God, why would you say that? Why would you stereotype <laughs> a group of people? I know what would you have to say now you'd have to like, what would be the know. joke? I mean, how would you set that because at the time that yeah. joke killed in the comedy clubs
1: yeah what what is yeah, the punchline now? That that place is so yeah, tacky. See, I don't know. It's just tacky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, other hillbillies thought you it, thought it was, tacky. was tacky. I mean, uh, <laughs> like everything could just be on yourself or something. I, I don't know. Well, it's, that's why. Don't you see a lot of the newer comics
0: don't have any punchlines? It's it's almost yeah. like it, they want you to go. Don't you hate it when that happens? Don't you? Have you ever been yeah. been at that and then the bartender says this? have blah, you ever blah, blah, have been, said
1: no one ever blah 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 asking for a friend blah 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 just yeah, yeah. right it's like,
0: never a punchline because comedy has a punchline punchline mm. means you're punching at something the joke yeah the joke is about something the, yeah, has remember to, there time, has to be a victim
1: <clears throat> back when jerry springer show was on i remember i saw you one time at the ice house in pasadena and you you were making fun of a state i don't know what it was was it mississippi oh mississippi or yeah yeah, and you're like, I think they just go door to door with trailers. All right, you're next. Your turn. <laughs> get, get your hey, hey, we want a trip to Chicago. Get my good NASCAR shirt. Yeah, that was hilarious. I mean, I dude, I watched you everything you said. I was like, this guy's hilarious. I mean, I always thought you were hilarious, but I, I, I was just like, it was incredible, man. Just to, that Ice House Comedy Club. How great is that room? Oh, the best. You the know? best.
0: We know. I, we talked about this on your podcast, but I'll bring it up here because a lot of people now will see this new new improved video uh, version of Remasculate. Uh, All right. when you is this going to be on your YouTube channel? Yeah, I'm put this on my YouTube channel. All so, right. So uh, when
1: I saw I hope you—, you don't, I hope you don't lose any subscribers. <laughs> yeah. who was yeah. that ghost you had on your show? I know, exactly. He's getting—look, <laughs> I'll even get wider. <laughs> All right, turn that light off.
0: But when I worked with you up in— uh, uh, Fresno at App, uh, uh, Appleton's. Yeah, his name is
1: Ray Appleton. He's a uh, talk show host on on KMJ. Is News he still 58. there? Is he still doing? He it? Is. I gotta he is. Che- I got to fact- check that out. Check that out. And, and the name of that. Okay, so originally it was called the Athenian Restaurant, and it had like a Greek theme. I remember and this how it looked. Yeah. So so and then when Ray took over, it was called Screwballs. And so you're probably thinking of Screwballs. No, the T-shirt I have just has an
0: apple. And it says Appleton's. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Wow, it's interesting. I didn't know that. That's that's, that's the, one, the one I have. But I remember working with you up there, and I thought, this kid's funny. This kid's got something. Oh, this kid's going to – and then you did the movie. You hadn't been doing comedy that long, and you got into the movie with Travolta.
1: Yep, that was called Be Cool. Be Cool with John Travolta. And I thought, Jesus, yeah. this kid's zooming right past me. <laughs> this kid's like – this kid is – and that's so funny that you think that because, uh, so okay, so I started comedy in '89 and that movie. Well, no, let's just say I started '90. '90 is really when I started because that's when you're like your first paid gig on the road, yeah. And, but yeah, so I do remember it's so funny because. Um, Oh, yeah. When I met you, you you, well, no, I see. I it it, it usually works like this like the openers know the headliners, the headliners probably don't really remember the openers. And that'd probably be our case because I remember seeing you (laughs) like in the early 90s, like at San Jose at the last laugh and just destroying, you know, like they'd play Garth Brooks, you know, um, you know, Friends in Low Places. You'd hit the stage and just killed, crushed, destroy. They'd be eating you out of the palm of your hand. I mean, (laughs) and um, and then I remember. Did you still have a joke or maybe an album called pig sex? Yeah. uh, That was the title of an album that I did for a truck stop comedy. So it was probably like some of that material from back then. then, Yeah. You know uh, anyways, whatever. So I'd see you like just killing. And then I had, I, I, I partnered with the, um, my, you know, my, you know, know how Hollywood is like at a management company they're like, you know, you need to get a sitcom. And they, they, they had me meet these different writers. Me too. And uh, yeah. And, and one of the writers I met with and I started working on this project uh, he used to work with you for your sitcom. Which I want one? to say his name was, was it Alan Moskowitz? Alan Moskowitz, perhaps?
0: yeah, Alan. Alan and I wrote several, he he wrote uh, the actual script we sold to Disney. Like, I, I wrote the script, Disney said, you need to be with a showrunner. We yeah. rewrote this, he and I rewrote the script together, and then that's he, we, how we sold it to Disney. But then he and I wrote a couple more ideas for sitcoms that we, we didn't get sold. But Alan lives here in Colorado. He just moved here just recently to Colorado. Oh man,
1: that's awesome! Yeah,
0: that's so weird that you were working with Alan. You must have. Are you were you with
1: APA too? Yep, I was with APA. Yeah. Yep. And we, you know, we, we I think at that time we'd written a um, an animation project, a cartoon. But it, you know, it's a it, you know he hadn't really done animation. Neither had I. And, and and so some of those questions. Isn't that like a gut punch when you 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 know people believe in you and then you get these pitch meetings and then you're like, oh wow, this is like This is a lot harder than I thought because they would be like they would ask you all these questions like, so who is your audience for this? What age range? And so why don't you and you're just like, oh, I didn't know there's going to be a quiz. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I you know, I,
0: I got so many times you feel like, uh, and even Roseanne used to tell me, because Ro- you know, Roseanne Barr, as you know, and I are friends, when I got signed with APA and I sold the sitcom, she's like, oh, oh, welcome. You can feel, can you feel your roller coaster going up? Because <laughs> once it hit <laughs> your life will <laughs> never be the same. And how, I can tell you about four or five times of my career that I got right, right here. And then the roller coaster started just rolling back. You know, like yeah. I, selling something to – writing it, selling it to Disney, uh, getting yeah. signed with a- APA. I was with William Morris for, in a short period. Like, okay, oh, now, with, now, now I'm with yeah. a bigger agency. And now I'm like – and then I signed with Her- – uh, uh, Herb Nannis was my manager. Herb Nannis mm. worked with Sylvester Stallone and produced the movie wow. Two Days in the Valley. Okay, I, this is going to be good. Like so many yeah. times and you finally you go you know I'll believe it when it happens then you start going right. you know I believe it and now I look back over the years and I go I don't know what what happened what what could have gone wrong because as you said and I I have a thing here in my file from uh from uh Hollywood Reporter I mean not Hollywood but Variety magazine there's a full page ad that APA took out on me that says over 200 and something uh, standing ovations this year the 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 hottest comic mm. working cl- like there was a period when it looked like I could do no wrong. or they, as you've heard, yeah. they'll call you the flavor of the month. It's like, yeah, you, this is it's going to be your time. They're like, "What the fuck happened? I don't <laughs> you know like, what did I who did I say wrong? Did I not kiss the right butt? Did I not say, oh, i'll I'll drink some of that child blood,
1: too. I don't know, you know, like I don't know I don't know <laughs> what you know what's great though, is is having this, this right here, having these phones because and also, having our mind open to being able to do stuff like this, because there's a lot of guys and you know, what's funny is guys that like, like I'll just speak about you. Okay. Guys like you that crush, Have you ever noticed this, like, like uh, comics that I feel like that really crush. That's kind of where they get their, that's where they get their jollies, you know? And so they just crush and then they go out and like you said, 200 elevations, but the, the comics that don't really kill on stage, they don't really do that well. I think what happens is they don't get satisfied. So then they go home and they're like, "Damn it." And they, they start writing a script or they start and then those guys actually end up succeeding way beyond the guys that crush on stage. No, I You know, you know what I mean like I agree. Like mediocre comedians? Yeah. Do, well, the, medi- you know.
0: well mediocre helps mediocre. They uh, yeah. Yeah. my manager told me years ago that he thought one of the problems was and this is not to to boast. <laughs> he goes, y- "You're you're almost too good because you're you're pissing you're gonna piss people off. They're gonna be like, I could kill too if I just did nothing but wife jokes. I could kill too if I just did dog yeah. and cat jokes. Well, kill, then go out and kill. But he goes, yeah. they're gonna yeah. bad they're gonna bad mouth you more than they're gonna be like, you know, the guy that, that I did the show with last week when we both just did okay.
1: He and I are buddies. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. Yeah, those guys bond and then and then that's why I think. If if there's anybody watching this, that's a comedian and you kill my advice is that's fine to kill, but also um, it helps if you're, if you're friendly and you're nice, because I I remember like there was certain guy, I remember this one comedian, he would kill. And then he would just kind of like disappear. He'd be like, and he would just walk away and people, the comedy community, 10, they don't want to root for someone like that. Also, not saying that that's what happened with. Yeah. No. Time, I. No. I. No, no. I hear you. Know you. What I mean.
0: Yeah. 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 But don't you, as a comic yourself, how many people can you name? I bet you can name more comics that kill out in, cl- in the clubs than you can. Yeah. That kill around L.A. <laughs> or or they're famous.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. I watch Netflix, you know, uh, specials every once in a while. And I go, that guy got that special. <laughs> who? Who? Who greenlit that I that thing? And sometimes I think you're supposed to be too hip for the room. You're just supposed to be like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to know that joke or I'm supposed to get that reference <laughs> yeah. or, yeah. Or, or that's, yeah. you know, or I got the sitcom because I'm sleeping with the, <laughs> the producer,
1: you know? Right. Right. You know, it's, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to wait for like variety magazine or the, you know, the, an agency to push me. It's like having, like I said, these phones, this camera, being able to do like this video podcast, you know, I think, this, this is cool because it gives people you know i think the fans and the people that like what we do that's what's going to push us now this is 2021 and moving forward you know right I mean, we still need i think somebody to kind of help us but in the meantime i mean i'm a big fan of this comedian have you heard of do you watch andrew schultz at all do you see what he's doing no i don't know andrew that schultz oh you would love this guy he 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 talks political stuff, but he talks contemporary stuff and he doesn't hold back. He's not PC. And mm. you know he tried he tried to sell a special to Netflix years ago. They weren't interested. So he chopped up his Netflix, but he's what, he, what was going to be his Netflix. He chopped it up and, and made it into four parts because he, he said he, he asked just regular people, you know, about the different Netflix specials that they watched. And they, every one of them said that they they never would would finish it they would just watch it but not finish it yeah so like thought, 15, hmm. watch 15 minutes of it and switch to exactly something else or- and that's what he said and so he 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 put out on his own on YouTube and then he continues to like where you and I would um <clears throat> especially back in the 90s we'll say we'd go to a town we'd make some local jokes it'd be funny yeah that's it nowadays like Andrew Schultz he'll he'll have like a lavalier mic he'll have a camera crew and he'll do those local jokes but then he'll also do like a behind the scenes like they'll be in the green room and they'll do like a quick little video podcast about going to the Cincinnati Zoo and this and and then i don't know it's just it's it's creating content but it's entertaining and
0: yeah and, no um, i i can i know. can see that, that that would be fun like I, I know when i used to uh you probably did the same thing when you go to a town you go hey what street uh, do all the hookers hang out on cuz i need yeah. that i need that reference hey what, yeah. what 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 place do y'all go eat uh, when the bars close, what I know everybody yeah. goes to Taco Bell, but what's your local place? So I'd yeah. always do that to find local references and people be like, "Oh, he ate at the Blue Lion," oh, you know that kind yeah. of thing. You
1: know. <clears throat> oh man, I got a story about that. I was doing a one-nighter in, uh, and I, I remember I like the, the shows in that room, and I went over to the bar. And I go. Excuse me. I go. Uh, I go. I, I, I go. Where uh, Where do the hookers hang out? Where do the, the Where do people cruise for hookers? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. What about um, What's like the biggest high school where Where, where like where people would? And, and I'm asking these questions. And, <laughs> and you're lady, asking the most bizarre questions. And some lady was at the bar and she goes, "Hey, mister, you sure are hard up." <laughs> She thought I was looking for a date or something. I was like, "No, oh, I'm a comedian." Like, you know, where's the hookers? Where's the nearest high school? I mean, come on, where's the strip club?
0: Like. Well, that's—it's kind of funny that you did it because you were asking the most bizarre, not the typical. Like, hey, what's what's yeah. the, what's your grocery store chain? Hey, what's 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 your ice cream hangout? You're like, hey, what's where's the high school? Hey, where's, yeah. the, where, where's yeah. the where's, well, where's no, the where's the playground?
1: <laughs> Exactly. Where's the nearest playground? Are there any bushes over there? Where can I buy binoculars? No, No. because at that time I was doing a joke about Bill Clinton. And I go, uh, I go, this is, I go, Bill Clinton's the kind of guy, even after he's out of office, I I think he's still going to be cruising the White House. Like those, I go, remember those losers in high school? They graduate and come back. I go, Bill Clinton's going to be in a lowrider. And I'll be like, sup, sup, sup. Big ups to my boo Hillary, that's my baby's mama. <laughs> Hillary's got my back and Monica's got my front. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did that joke like way too long. You know, I, I hung on to my Bill Clinton impression like way too long. Oh, it still
0: works. You could bring it back now, you know, with everything that's been going on, you could actually bring it back. Like, <laughs> I know. You think Bill's wonder, still giving yeah. Hillary pep talks? Oh, you could still do it. Run again in 2024.
1: You got this, Hillary. You got this. <laughs> I know. I probably I probably should bring it back. You know, like, I felt like it was so funny when I would do that joke. Speaking of sending ovations, I, um, I did that a lot on BET. And it would crush. And I remember getting like standing ovations and, 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 uh, but I, I didn't think it was really political. It was just funny. Cause it was like, but I think now it would be, you know, it's like every, I, I don't know. Oh, I, my, with my, yeah. There was so much good stuff back that you could do that everybody
0: laughed at. Like when, yes. like when, when I go do you remember when Bill had to go on TV and actually apologize for lying? But, you know, I did not have sex, but he went on TV and apologized. I go, man, if that had been me, my wife would have been under the table with a handful of balls with every, with everywhere. I did not. I did have sex with that. Little, like every, every, everything that I, I couldn't get, you know. So there's jokes that we could do that everybody would laugh at, but now I think we're so divided. If you did that, you're like he's just up there slamming Clinton because he's a damn Trump guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the same thing, like if you were to do a like a Trump joke or whoever is going to be the I don't know, and then everyone's like, oh, he's like this or he's like, uh, you know, just be funny, man.
0: Just go back to being funny. Well, I think you're right about this medium. That's why we can do this. We will find our own audiences. Our own audiences will find us. They'll support yeah. and buy our our products and our merch. Speaking of which, do you have any merch you need to
1: need to uh, push oh, to, tonight? Sure, show? Do. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know I got four albums. Uh, one day I'll be like you and get more of those albums out there. But they're all over. You know, uh, iTunes. I got four albums. Get them, and uh, you know, uh, my podcast is called Pocket Party. The Pocket Party Podcast. And uh, I also I'm um, on YouTube, Darren Carter on YouTube. And hey, by the way, have you, Set up that link tree yet? Because link tree is great. Like I told you, you put the link in the bio, and it. Has I looked like the.
0: I looked it up, and I'm going to do it. And I think that's an awesome thing. And I need to definitely put that in all of my stuff because you know, like Instagram only
1: gives you like one line for in yeah. all of your stuff. You know. Yes, yeah, so that way you could be like, you know, you know, you could do like a live and be like, hit the link in my bio, and then boom, they'll go to the audio feed of Remasculate. They'll go to your YouTube vlog, to your YouTube channel, to your liberal lair. It's pretty cool, man. We're it's, ga- uh, we got to do it, man. I, I'm
0: so glad you did
1: the 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 uh, uh,
0: virgin episode of the yeah. video. You were you 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 broke my my video cherry. Can I say? Can I say that? I don't know if I can say yeah. that. I do Is this that is even, cool. a, is that is even the, a term they use anymore? Is that like a 1950s kind of like eh, you broke the cherry? You
1: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, speaking of cherries, I remember one. I remember this is crazy. I remember this girl thought this was sexy to take a, a cherry and tie a stem in a knot with her tongue. Was that like a? That was a thing they used to do back in the 90s. Yeah, that, that was, was a big it. 90s thing of. Look what I did. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm good with my tongue. Well, like. one of the other
0: 90s things, remember this? Peeling the label on the beer bottle. Apparently, it meant you were, it meant something. If you could peel off the full label. Oh, that meant like the chick was horny or something? Yeah, there was, or, so, or, you know, there was or, some or,
1: kind of meaning to yeah. that, you know. Or green M&Ms, like that makes you horny, I think, or <laughs> Thought- maybe we were just horny maybe that was just it I mean, <laughs> you're like peeling bong
0: M&Ms. I'm peeling labels I'm tying tearing cherry stems I'm throwing green m
1: ms at people across <laughs> the room Hey, lady. um, (laughs) Hey, I'm excited. So this is the the, – you think you start doing this, right? I think so. I think so.
0: I I may try this with other guests, but I definitely want to do this again with you. We have done this now twice, and I I really – I enjoy the conversations with you. These are are fun. Uh, We're able to – Throw the ball back and forth and not be like, what? What, what are you talking about? I've never seen that before.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always my fear with podcasts that I'm that I'm going to be like, not uh, know what to say or the, you know, just not click with the person and just like, um, uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess I don't know uh, what do you want to talk
0: about. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> hey, did you see this? No, I didn't see it. Okay, then we won't talk about it then.
1: Uh. <laughs> I know, I know. Dude, I know. Um, let's do, uh, so next week, um, I, I, if you're, if you're available, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like you, you can, I'd love to have you on my, uh, pocket let's, party podcast. Let's do
0: it again. I'm, Hey, I'm again. in COVID lockdown, buddy. I don't go out of town until uh, <laughs> January. Actually, well, I might as well promote that now. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, January 10th and 11th, I think it is. I'm going to be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. So that is my next, next gig. Oh,
1: nice! So, yeah. My my next gig is at the end of January. I'm going to be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Phoenix, Arizona. Stir Crazy at the end of January. I've actually heard that's a pretty good club. Uh, it's a good one. You I would think, like it? It's I, a, Tim, I think
0: it was Tim Gaither was telling me that that's a good club. So it
1: is. Oh, by the way, Tim Gaither, he just did my podcast. So did he'll he? Be, he'll by the time you guys see this. Look up Tim Gaither. Yeah.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks for doing the show. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Carter, check out all of his stuff. Google, because that's what I always tell people. People go, what do you want to say? I go, Google Steve Mudflat McGrew. And then you get everything. Because yep. you have to go, well, here's my Twitter. Here's my name. Here's my YouTube. Here's my... I wasn't lucky enough to be one of those. It's it's this at everything. You know, some people have my Instagram yeah. name is this. Everything is this, this. I, yeah. I
1: wasn't lucky enough. So I just go Google that and you'll get everything. Yep, yep, I'm just like Darren Carter, if you if they look up comedian Darren Carter and also like comedian Darren Carter podcast cause it's called Pocket Party but you know.
0: Well, no matter what name part. you put in, if you type nude at the end of it, it's always <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, hey. it's like who's that ghost over there? Blinded <laughs> by the light. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining
0: me, guys. Uh, If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, subscribe uh, and hit that bell so you'll be – see what I'm doing? Hit that bell so you'll be notified uh, when another video goes up. Guys, if you're listening uh, on the podcast, the audio podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe to that. Share it with everybody because that's – you know if you don't share, people don't find us. We don't have – publicity behind us we do not have podcast one behind us we do not have iHeartRadio radio uh logo on all of our stuff
1: yes you might find or, um, it on there or spotify or spotify Sp- you might be you might be on spotify but they're not giving you the the hundred million dollar joe rogan deal exactly I, I i am
0: on spotify my podcast can be found on spot but i am never i'm never in the recommended or you know the yeah. hundred like you said the 150 million dollar range so yeah, yeah. guys enjoy it uh Thanks for listening. Until next time, go listen to some Oak Ridge boys. I bid you. (laughs) See you later. See you, buddy. Thanks, man. Bye.